hey everyone welcome back to another all that is empath podcast and i am super excited today that i have uh, the amazing aina p with us today and she is a mindset and nlp master coach international speaker author of the 23 year old life coach yes she's 23 years old and a powerhouse of energy she is on a mission to facilitate people to breathe life into their dreams and break through every barrier holding them back she believes success is just a mindset shift away all one needs is within them i love that so aina thank you so much for being with us First of all, thank you so much for having me here. And second of all, it's Anna. (laughs) I have to record that all over again. (laughs) You know, I asked myself that last night and I could have sworn the last time we talked that I asked, was Aina? And I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. Starting (laughs) that all over again. Okay, first of <laughs> all, <laughs> I'm sorry, Anna. Okay, I should have wrote, wrote the phonetic spelling. <laughs> is, is that a trigger for you? Does everybody mispronounce your name? Yes, that's got to be so frustrating. Okay. <laughs> Almost every other, you know, event, podcast, anything, you know. My first thing is, first of all, <laughs> like you feel like you need to have a button to just press. This. First of all, I'm Anna. <laughs> God. Oh, okay. So okay. Okay. Go. Here we go. <clears throat> hey, hey, everyone. And thanks for <laughs> fucking up. okay let's try that again breathe hey hey everyone it's darlene and welcome to another all that is empath podcast i am here today with the amazing anna p she is a mindset and nlp master coach international speaker author of the 23 year old life coach yes she is 23 years old y'all and she is a powerhouse of energy she is on a mission to facilitate people to breathe life into their dreams and break through every barrier holding them back she believes success is just a mindset shift away. All one needs is within them. Yes, absolutely. Welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's honestly an honor and a privilege to be here with you. Absolutely. This is, is so amazing. I have talked to you before, and I was just so impressed with uh, the abundance of knowledge you have and what you have uh been able to achieve at such a young age. I mean, when I was 23, all I cared about is going to karaoke and dancing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. It's not nothing wrong with some karaoke. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've done so much and I, I find it so amazing. And this is probably one of the questions you get asked the most, but just to get it out of the way, because I'm sure a lot of people are shocked and surprised that you've accomplished so much at 23 years of age. So I have to ask you, what set you at such a young age on this path where 
you know, are you an overachiever just by naturally, or was there something driving you really to uh, just become the amazing person you are at 23 years old? That's, that's a very good question. And, you know, interestingly, the answer dates back to um, when I was 13, because when I was 13, um, I had like a seven-year-old sister and she had a heart disease, right? When she was born and at seven years of age, she passed away. And I remember at that point, because I was 13 at that time and I was super angry with God and I was just like, you know, how could you do this? And there was, there was just so much pain, right? And so much grief. And I feel like the the only way for me to at that time become okay or or accepting of of it was to you know like sort of you know sort of like a barter in the sense that like okay well if I use this to create a purpose in my life then her death isn't in vain you know and that's what I thought at that time that that's the only way I can make peace with it so I remember um, at that age, I decided that, oh, I was going to be a cardiologist because I wanted to grow up to save people's lives. And um, I get to, you know, like I get to college and and I remember like in A-levels, um, the first year I, I, I did not, I did not enjoy studying <laughs> medicine, you know? <laughs> I just did not. And I tried so hard. And I felt like, you know, like, I felt like an imposter. And and the more I the harder I tried, the more I felt like, it's all in vain, you know, and the dichotomy within me was that, if I don't have this, then what am I living for, you know, and then I remember I had an A level psychology teacher who was also my mentor. And he told me that because I had psychology as a subject, and he was like, you know, I feel like, this is more, you know, more up your alley, because you're you perform so well in the subject. And like, you know, you're so interested in it. And I see the way you interact with it, and how curious you are about it. And maybe that's something you want to explore. And he was like, and I'm never going to forget this, because he said this to me, he was like, you know, there's more than one way to save people's lives. And, and that, you know, like, that was when I I guess, stepped a foot in like, you know, deciding that, okay, I want to be in the mental health industry. And at first it translated as a purpose, um, which was that I'm going to be a psychologist, right? And then I think that um, in my life, there were so many challenges, so many moments when, you know, I felt that life meant nothing to me. And in those moments, I thought that, oh, I should go to a therapist or, or a psychiatrist. And I tried both. And neither of those helped me, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, like, there's anything wrong with it. I'm I'm just saying that for me, like, that wasn't my journey, you know. And, um, and so while I was studying, like, while I was in uni, I was doing my bachelor's in psychology, I was just like, but like, you know, I'm doing something I no longer believe in, you know, because it just, I haven't seen the result in my life. And then, at that time, I also like around that time, this is now like 2021, way past, like I'm two years, two and a half years into uni, I'm married and like, you know, I'm living in Dubai and my marriage wasn't going that well. And I was in a super dark place. And that's when I 
met someone who was like an NLP master coach. And this guy introduced me to Tony Robbins. And I remember watching Tony's documentary, which was, I am not your guru. At that point in time, like I had no idea what NLP was, no idea what life coaching is, just nothing, you know, nothing at all. And as I was watching that documentary, I remember just falling in love with his mission, yes. you know, and I, I remember just looking at it and thinking that, oh, my God, like, like, you know, like, that's what I want to do in life, you know, and, you know, so much happened since and I think all for the better because all of those experiences brought me here. And but I do know that, like, I owe so much of the fire in my heart to my sister, you know, who who will always be like an angel in my life. And also Tony Robbins, because I feel like his work has really, really um, impacted my life. That is amazing. And in something else we have in common, because I actually had the idea to start Embattled Impasse during a Tony Robbins five-day challenge. <laughs> oh. and, and I love that, I mean, it's such a devastating thing that you went through with your sister. And um, I love that you were able to find such a beautiful meaning out of such a tragic event. Like now you, you've gone through the fire yourself. You know what it's like to feel that trauma. And you're like, I'm going to help other people get through this trauma and end up on the other side and be happy like me, you know? Um, yeah. I think it's a beautiful tribute to your sister and I bet she is immensely proud of you. Yeah, I, I can only hope so. And also it reminds me of that, that one thing that Tony always says that, you know, life always happens for you not and to. not to you, <laughs> especially yeah. when it looks like it's happening to you, you know, when you're thinking that, oh my God, this circumstance is so negative and like, you know, this pain, it doesn't make sense. And it's like, if you just, have that blind faith that this is happening for me, your whole life can change literally in that moment. Completely agree. I had a very similar experience. I mean, honestly, I, I had heard of Tony Robbins, of course, throughout my life. Um, you know, he's maybe only like 10 years older than I am, but um, I just, I saw him like one time and, and didn't listen to the whole thing. I just kind of like watched like a little five minute thing. I was like, yeah, whatever. And in my head at the time, <laughs> I thought, you know, well, I, I was ignorant essentially because I just assumed had my own presupposition <laughs> that, <laughs> that people that listened to him and loved him and followed him because he was such a big deal. And he was on like every channel, you flip the channel, somebody's interviewing him, flip the channel, it's something else. And I'm like, these are just people who are, you know, easily led, you know what I mean? Like, I just figured they yeah. were, you know, people who like, he was somehow brainwashing or manipulating and that's why he was all this. Right. You know? And then yeah. finally, all these years later, um, my brother invited me to an event and I was floored. It was the first time I had really listened to him speak and so floored. I mean, he changed my life that day with a 30 minute talk, 30 minutes. And I was, it, it, I had just gotten out of like major surgery for my neck. Um, and you know, I'm healing, I'm in a neck brace. I can barely move my neck. And 
um, <laughs> sitting there watching That's this. so beautiful. And I'm fired up by the end of it. And I'm like, it didn't matter. I, I couldn't walk. It didn't matter. Couldn't feel my fingers. <laughs> he fired me up. So that sold me uh, on Tony Robbins. And I have become uh, an, a, a devout follower. I'm reading all his books. <laughs> and I, I love that you had a similar experience with him. So I'd love to find out more. I took a look at your website and I saw you offer numerous programs to help change people's lives. Uh, one that I was particularly intrigued by is those is the one that was dealing with trauma. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the type of people you work with, how you're able to help them deal with the challenges they face? Yeah. So the type of people I work with are, you know, people who are, if I put it simply, like not in like a marketing, you know, way, but just like simply explaining it. So they're people who are in a place where I was, because I feel like that's where my biggest drive comes that, you know, like people who are stuck in past trauma, people who feel like nothing in their life makes sense, who feel like, you know, why me, you know? Where, where, where it's like one challenge after another, after another. And then you're just like, God, why is this happening to me? You know, it's like every time a good thing happens to you, you're like waiting for the other shoe to drop because you're like, it, it can't be, you know, and people who seem confident on the outside, but on the inside, they, they're, you know, like they're so they doubt themselves so much and they're they're filled with like you know self doubt and and they're constantly questioning themselves they're constantly worrying about whether they're enough that not enoughness that's a huge theme of their life always feeling like i have to be perfect or i have to fit the mold of everyone's expectations of me you know because if i don't fit the mold this person wants me to be then i'm not good enough right. and i feel like so my work, the way I help them is because I'm an NLP master practitioner and also a trainer in the making. Oh my God, that's <laughs> uh, awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. So, you know, because of that, so what I do is really just um, NLP, if for those of you who don't know, it's neuro-linguistic programming, and it has to do with like changing the patterns of your unconscious mind. So what we really do is we dive deep into those beliefs that not enoughness, that trauma, and we, you know, like really break it apart and, and look at all those things in isolation and change those patterns in your mind, change the way you think about it, release the emotions you feel about it, you know, um, break those beliefs from the root cause, like really just so much internal cleansing work, you know, I call it cleansing because where our mind is so full of all these things, you know, all these beliefs, these emotions, these, these thoughts, and all of these things we've picked up, you know, a lot of these things we've picked up from like, you know, and they don't even serve us. So it's like, you know, you really go on a cleanse where you're very um, particular about the thoughts you're having, you, you, you look at your thoughts, you know, you, you really pay conscious attention to it. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? You get curious with it. And the more, because at the end of the day, the end goal is right to overcome yourself, you know, because we have 
who we are is like a habit. You know, we, we have practiced being this person for all these years of our lives. And it's like Dr. Joe Dispenza says this, that, you know, like your personality creates your personal reality. Mm -hmm. So when you want to change your personal reality, you change your personality. And so that's what we're doing. You know, we're creating like a new version of you. And like, because the, the way people are able to let go of the past, right, is by creating a future that is so compelling. Because if your future doesn't magnetize you, right, if it doesn't pull you towards it, then you're always going to keep looking at the familiar past. You're always going to like keep seeking for answers, you know, like feeling those familiar emotions, those patterns, everything over and over again, because there's nothing greater than you that is pulling you forward. And so it's like, you know, we really design your life, we create that compelling vision. And then we one by one, break every barrier that holds, like, you know, like that stands between you and that future. And, and we bridge that gap between where you are and where you want to be. That's amazing. In a nutshell. <laughs> I could hear the passion, see the passion as you're talking about that. And that is probably why you're so successful. That is amazing. Um, I, I need to hire you now. (laughs) (laughs) I love, 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 uh, where you said it, it, it's your, you have to create a compelling future in order to pull you out of that familiar past. That that's, that was so awesome. Uh, it's exactly, exactly the way I feel a lot of times. I'm still doing a whole lot of mindset work to fix myself. Um, thank God I'm to a point where at least I'm out of the depression and out of the anxiety and out of the stress because I lived like that constantly for so many years, but there's, but that's only the tip of the iceberg. Then like you, you said, you know, there's just so much. And I feel like there's always more work to do. Like there's always going to be more work to do. Yeah, there always is because it's like, you know, constant and never ending improvement. And, and at the end of the day, like growth, right? Like progress that's what makes us feel alive, you know? And the, because there's always some area of your life that requires more focus. Like, you know, you manage the emotions and maybe the relationship is suffering. You manage the relationship, maybe the finances are suffering. You do that, maybe your health is suffering, you know? And by suffering, I mean just that, really that it requires more focus from you because like Tony says that where focus goes, energy flows. So we want to just like constantly find like, what is the next level I can tap into? What is the next level? You know? And I think healing is, is just like an ever long journey. Like you don't just like, you know, do one program and you're like, all right, I'm healed. You know, I mean, I've been in the, I've been doing this for like almost two years now. And I still like, I'm still enrolling myself in more programs. Like I just um, recently enrolled myself in Unleash Her Power Within. That's like the eight week Tony featured by Tony Robbins, right? Even though I've done Unleash Your Power Within for like three times, I've done UPW thrice. And like now I'm doing UHPW because I want to do like, you know, the whole eight week thing. And it's like, you know, then I've got another event lined up, then another. So I feel like it's really just about keeping, you know, like keep you keep tapping into the next level of you and then the work never ends. And also the the joy never ends because the more we progress, the the more fulfilled we feel, you know, the more the more of ourselves we bring to the table. And when you bring more of you to the table, you know, that the, it, it's what you can create in the world. It's just it's 
endless possibilities, right? It's just like, you keep giving more, you keep being more, you keep, you know, just, there's just so much more to give, you know, and, and at the end of the day, contribution, that's where really the truest form of fulfillment lies. I just went off on a tangent. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. Again, it shows your passion and I completely agree. Um, I felt that for the first time in my life recently, um, like within the past year, um, that that to the two things that you address one um that as long as you're focusing on growing you don't lose that joy i've i've noticed that and it's amazing I, because i never worked on a personal development in this manner before with all this mindset work and the spirituality components um and and i do notice that that as long as you are continuing to try to make that that forward momentum the the joy stays and it must yeah. be, it's, it's just kind of amazing to me. Um, but also uh, the, the transformation and being able to help the world because we're all connected and anything you do to improve yourself is improving me on some level uh, and improving yeah. the world, you know? Um, so we're actually doing a service to the world as we improve ourselves. I like uh, kind of, I think back to that Michael Jackson song, you know, be, uh, when you look in the mirror, be the change that you want to you see. You want to see in the, yeah, in the world. So um, I have a question back on the trauma thing because, you know, Tony makes it sound like, and, and I'm sure he's capable because he's been doing it so many years, <laughs> but, you know, in his talks and, and in his books, I've noticed he, he makes a uh, very um, large, uh, what's the word? Um, promises, I guess, I, I can't think of the word, but um, where he says, oh, and this is so easy. You can do it in five minutes and he can just change someone in five minutes. Okay. Maybe he can do that, but <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if we can, but so that was a question I wanted to ask you. If you're working with someone who's got a lot of, uh, a lot of baggage, basically a lot of trauma that they need to, uh, to, to fix and you're, you're doing all these different NLP things with them, you know, like reframing or parts integration, whatever it is. And, you know, is that really like a, a, a five minute fix or a 30 minute fix? Or is it something that you you're working with the client for maybe months before they have a breakthrough? So, so firstly, you know, I, I really want to address this one thing that, you know, like you said that something they want to fix, you know, and it's interesting because I feel what, I, from my perspective, you know, I believe that um, it it's not, you know, like necessarily that like, you know, like I don't see it as like fixing someone I f- or, or someone fixing themselves. I feel That's like I see it okay. as like a, like a, like a shift in the focus, you know, and a shift in the pattern because they're no, you know, like they're no bad people, you know, they're just people with disempowering patterns, you know? And so I feel like everything we do or we don't do, right. It has to do with the patterns we have. Right. So when we talk about trauma in this context, like, you know, those people, they have a pattern for how they experience that trauma. Right. And so the first the first step to breaking that pattern is is recognizing that this is my pattern 
And like, I, I suffer this way, you know, this is my flavor of suffering, you know? And then once you recognize that, right, then it's like, okay, um, am I, and then you look at, you know, like how much do I overindulge in it? You get very clear on, on the cost of it, you know, and how much, because I feel like people don't realize consciously the cost of carrying that baggage right and so we want to like make them aware we want to like bring it to their conscious awareness that that you know like this has been the cost of of holding on to it and when they when it comes to their conscious awareness they're like holy crap I had no idea you know and then that's when the 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 shift in their mind goes from the problem and it's like so if, if this is the problem for, you know, like, because you can see, I can tell you, like, if my hand right in front of me is the problem, right, then the solution is everywhere where the problem is not. So it, it requires a mere shift in focus where I go from focusing on the problem to everywhere else. Oh and that's God. where the solution is, you wow. know, that is brilliant. I have never heard that explained like that before, but it literally just. I kind of wish my audience could see that what you just said, <laughs> a picture in their mind that it, cause that, wow, that was profound. Yeah. So the solution is everywhere that the problem isn't. Yeah. Damn. And I feel like that's the biggest, you know, like first step for, for people to, because when a client comes in, right. They're, they're constantly telling you everything they don't want. And, you know, like, they're like, I'm in this state and I hate it. And like, you know, I've been feeling this way and they're telling you all their stories and their beliefs and you're hearing it. And you're just like, all right, I heard you. Now, how about we talk about what do you want? You know, what do you need to see? What do you need to feel? What, what needs to happen for you to know that this problem has totally disappeared? Now, when we ask this particular question, now the person, now their focus shifts, you know, like it's from like, oh, well, what needs to happen? So now they're focusing on solutions. And now it's like, it's starting to make the mark in their mind. You know, it's starting to like the solution is starting to come to the surface. And now they're like, oh, this needs to happen. Oh, this needs to happen. And now their brain knows exactly what to focus on, you know, and so then that's where the breakthrough begins, because before this, they didn't even think about what the solution would look like. They just were like, I need a solution. And it's like, all right, let's talk about what you want. What is it that you're seeking? You know, Absolutely. and I feel like that's where the game starts to change. Amazing. Um, so that being said, um, I, I heard you and it, it, it sounds like you can get amazing results for your client, but I'm, I'm fixated on, and I think a lot of people would want to know that again, how much time does it normally take? And, and I know you don't like the word fix. So, um, to find a solution, not to fix them, but to find a solution about how long, um, does the average client take to really kind of get to a place of where they feel like, okay, thank you, Anna, you've, you've, have not almost said pick me. I won't say that. I, I my problems are solved. I'm happy. I feel you're better. Not. You know, like you're, you're. So how much time does it take for them to see results? You know, yeah. that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it usually, um, I feel like it has a. It's very subjective because I've had very diverse 
you know, um, experiences, interestingly. So, so I have worked with um, a very diverse age group as well, because I've worked with like a, like a 16 year old, but then I've also worked with like a 63 year old, you know, and everything in between, you know, that kind of thing. But I feel like um, for, for some people, they get there, you know, like they start really seeing that, that massive shift within the first four, four weeks, you know, like, so fourth to fifth week. So my program is about seven to eight weeks. And sometimes like I push it to nine. Um, But like in the, after like the, you know, fourth, fourth session. Yeah. That's where like, we've worked on the two big emotions that's anger and sadness. And once those are eliminated, a lot, a lot changes, you know, and then for some people, it takes a little longer. So like for some people, it might take like six weeks for them to really be like, holy crap, you know, because their limiting beliefs or limiting decisions are more powerful than the emotional, you know, like impact on them. So when we release the limiting decision, they're like, holy shit, I am unstoppable. You know, you see that shift, you see that breakthrough. And it's like, you, you know, like they're really everything changes because even the way they sit in the meeting changes, you know? And I think one of my favorite um, experiences was this one client of mine. And I talk about her often because, you know, like, I'm just so proud of that because she, when she, she connected, um, I connected with her actually through a Tony Robbins group, you know? And I remember like, you know, we, we connected and she just had some questions to ask me and I was like, happy to help. And then we got on the zoom call and I was telling her whatever she wanted to know. And then she was like, Oh, you're a coach. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, you know, I feel like, um, she told me her challenges and she was like, you know, like, is this some sort of thing you can work with? So she was like a Stanford graduate. Okay. She was freaking top of her class at her uni and everything. And she, had you know like she had moved back home because her past trauma was just like really overpowered her ability to you know just be you know and take action in life and and she moved back home with her parents she didn't have a job she like her whole life like you know like turned upside down basically And we worked together for, so at that time, I used to have like a 12-week program. So I remember like six weeks in, you know, she had had so many breakthroughs. She had applied to jobs. She'd done this, she'd done that. And, you know, like she got her first two offers six weeks in. Eight weeks, she started her new job. And I remember like after, I think two weeks after we finished our coaching, she even got a promotion. She traveled with her company to like California. And like, you know, she's just so happy. And I feel like that's, you know, like that's just it. You know, when people remove those blocks that hold them back when they really dive deep into internal work and they're like you know I'm freaking committed to me you know I feel like there's nothing that can stop you you know if you just swear to yourself if you just commit to yourself that I'm gonna raise the bar for me you know I'm gonna bring the standard up for myself the more you do that the more um, with with the fiercer you do that, I feel like the quicker you get your breakthrough, because then you're like, you, you, you know, I will never settle for less than I can do, be, create, enjoy, cre- you know, everything. And I think that commitment, how that commitment is, is what determines how long it takes you to, to get the breakthrough, you know? 
that's um yeah that's, I get that. that was a very long answer to a short <laughs> question <laughs> no actually that makes a lot of sense and um yeah I can see where it would definitely depend on the individual where you know if, if they're ready you know and, and when they get it and they're ready to commit um yeah and I, I think maybe um a lot of people want to learn but then they don't want to take action because that's the hard part you know so yeah. do you find that uh have you found that at all where you have you know a client maybe who you know is just like well it's not working it's not working and it's because they're not following through they're not taking the action and yeah I had I had one client like that and he was this um he was like a I think mid 40s guy <coughs> sorry Bless you. like a late 40s guy and I remember like you know when he even when we had our first session he was just like super like you know he was doing the dance basically you know the dance between like um I want to change and then like change is impossible for me but I want to change and it was just like you know like one step forward two steps back constantly constant back and forth and I was like listen I want you to give me your word that you're going to be fully committed to this, you know, and he was like, Oh, yeah, like, I want to change my life. And you know, like, super like, you know, in it to win it kind of situation. I was like, Okay, great. So a huge part of my process, right, is, is my commitment to you is not just the sessions we have together, right? My commitment to you is that I'm going to give you tasks every single day. And those tasks are like, there's like a 30 day workbook that we do. There's like different, different things I want you to do throughout the day. And so that's all part of the process. You know, like if you're going to come in my program and you're going to be like, oh, Anna, just like sit with me on Zoom for like an hour and like change my life. <laughs> and I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to do anything throughout the week and then I'll see you next week. Then it doesn't work like that. You know, like you're going to get like maybe like a 40% result. But if you cannot, you know, like it's like, that's what it was with him. And it's like, um, we worked together for a month and he didn't do any assignment. And he was just like super every single day he would show up and he'd be like, oh, you know, I just, it's not working. And I'd be like, all right, did you do this, this, this? And he'd be like, well, it's, it's because of this. It's because of that. And I was like, let's come back to the core concept that we started, you know? And I feel like with, after a lot of back and forth, um, one and a half month later, I think I, I had to terminate our contract because I was like, I'm so particular about this, you know, that, that your, your commitment, like, I don't want your money, dude. I want your commitment, you know, like you cannot pay me and expect me to like, you know, oh, because I'm paying you this money, you got to change my life. You know, it's like, no, you're investing in yourself. And that's not just with your money. That's also with your time, with your efforts, with your consistency, you know, like, I feel like a lot of people have this preconceived notion that, you know, like, oh, if I just like, you know, if I go into coaching, it's going to fix me, or it's going to change me, or it's going to do this coaching isn't going to do anything, you know, it's you who does it. It's you who creates the breakthrough. It's your commitment, your fire, your relentlessness, you know, your hunger. And I think that's just the difference. So after that, I feel like I have now like um set up like a 
bit more firmer process to screen my potential client because it's like, you know, I want to work with people who are ready to work on themselves, you know, because otherwise it's like, you know, I don't want to waste your money, you know. I don't want you to invest in my program and then not get results and start believing that, oh, this stuff doesn't work, exactly. you know, because that's worse for you, you know, because now you have another belief that, oh, I've tried coaching too, and it doesn't work, you know? So it's like, you have to have that hundred percent commitment to yourself. And, and if, if you do that, then you, you, you see the change, you know, like it's never been that someone gave their hundred percent and they didn't see the result, you know? Exactly. It's you take that as as your responsibility, I feel, to bring your whole self to the table, even though it's scary, you do it scared. You know, I think that's that's the most important part. Wonderful. So another question uh, about trauma and then um, I'll I'll move on to, to something else I want to ask you about. But um, I'm just curious if because obviously there's lots of different types of trauma. There's, you know, grief like you experienced and there's sexual abuse, you know, all, all kinds of different types of trauma. Is the approach in, in helping any type of trauma the same or, or the, is it a different approach um, as far as what you walk them through the work that you have them do for, for different types of trauma? So when it comes to particular events, right, like if, if someone has like, you know, like a, like an event, they're not able to, you know, let go off from their memory. So we have interventions that are designed to specifically like, you know, um, shift how they experience that in their brain. You know, what's most interesting is that I, I remember I was listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza and he was talking about how 50% of the memory we have, you know, it's not even, um, it's not even correct. You know, memory of events that we have, it's not even like 50% of it is not true. Like our brain changes the memory over time. And so we get them to realize that, you know, like, and I feel like with trauma, there's, you're, like you said, where there's so many different types, but then it, it comes down to, I think um, I, I have never worked with someone with like complex PTSD, but I have worked with someone who has PTSD and we don't like, you know, I don't, um, I don't advocate myself as like a trauma recovery coach or anything like, you know, um, but of course, I feel like we all have a lot of trauma that we do carry, you know, in different shapes and forms. And so all of that comes out during the breakthrough session. And then um, the approach is similar in the sense that like, yes, we work on, you know, the emotions, the memory, the beliefs and all of those things. And then if there's still something, then we work on that in isolation, you know, but the interventions are all the same. And the idea at the end of the day is that, you know, you change your thoughts, you change your beliefs, you change your energy, you change your emotions, mm -hmm. and you stop focusing on the past because the, the no matter who you are, right, no matter what your story is, no matter what trauma you've been through, no matter what loss you've experienced, I feel like freedom comes from realizing that your past does not dictate the pre the present or the future unless you continue to live there. So yes. our whole thing is that no matter what has happened to you, 
you know, you've been carrying that story of your past, that story of this happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me. And it's like, what if you let go of that story? And what if you were to create a new story? And then it brings you back to the compelling future part. And I feel like one of the most um, phenomenal people who I look up to in this particular context is Oprah. You know, she, um, ever since like she was a kid, like she was sexually abused so much, so much, so much, you know, and she didn't, you know, like take that experience and go like, oh my God, I'm a victim, you know? Oh my God, like all of these things happen to me and life is over or whatever. I mean, of course, like at some point she was in that darkness, but then she found the light in in freeing herself of that and, and turning her pain into purpose that, you know, like I will use my story as like my, you know, like my driving force. And I feel like our experiences all of them, they're so unique. All our traumas are so unique. And if we, instead of looking at them like something that broke us, if we look at them like, this is an experience that gave me a unique gift. And because I experienced this, nobody else did. This is a gift. If I take the learnings from it, only I can give this gift to the world. And I feel like at the end of the day, that that's what you know we're all here for. We're all here to give. We're all here to like use our experiences to to share with others a story of inspiration and hope because, and, and especially because, you know, like, I feel like we don't even realize it, you know, that our presence or, or our strength could have such a huge impact on someone else's life. You know, I remember um one of my friends, she calls me this one day and she was like, you know, I you know, I've only seen your, your story through your Instagram and your social media and stuff. And I've only read about it like that. But she was like, but I just want you to know that like, every time I'm in a tough place, I ask myself that what would Anna do? You know, and I was like, what? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, because, and I feel like that's what it is about, you know, about helping each other about using whatever happened, you know, in our lives, and, and using it, as like flipping the narrative on it and saying that, you know, no matter what type of trauma this is, no matter what story this is, no matter what what it is, what if I ask myself what it was trying to teach me? You know, what did I learn from here? Because I feel like God sees you at your peak before you ever stop climbing, you know? And that's why he puts you through these experiences for you to learn certain things. And when we stop, you know, like when, when we just change that word from like, that was a traumatic event to like, that was a, that was an intensive learning experience, you know, it, it, it just changes it, you know, altogether. Absolutely. Reframes the story. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I have to ask you this. You've probably been asked many times, but you've accomplished so much um, at only 23. It's really amazing. So what's next for you? What are you, what are you planning? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. I'm going to be like, you know. When you're 23. Know. It's not so long. <laughs> So I think um, if I talk about what immediately next for me is, um, is the that the fact that I'm becoming an NLP trainer, 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I want to create like I'm going to create my own module of like a training where I will then certify other coaches, obviously never stop learning myself either. But I want to like a part of my mission is to be able to, you know, like help as many people as possible. And that means that, you know, like we could do it through bringing more coaches in the world, you know, teaching more people about this, this, this um process this breakthrough process and everything and if I talk 10 years right so whenever I write my paradigm for 10 years I know that like you know I've been a TEDx speaker I've written at least you know three to four books um I'm a Robbins Madanis coach I'm a master trainer of NLP I've I've attended all of Tony's events I've attended all of Dr. Joe Dispenza's retreats I've also um, I'm also a Proctor Galler uh consultant and and yeah, you know, I feel like and and most of all, I think um what what I want to do is work on a very large scale, you know, like not just like um, you know, just never settle, just serve millions of people in the world, you know, just empower so many women, so many women to like, you know, own their story, own their power, get, you know, like just get gain their confidence and their power back. And I think I, I like, although I do work with men as well, but you know, like that. Um, and I want to open an NGO for women who have been in toxic marriages or have kids and they don't know where to go, especially like if I talk about, I was just having this conversation with my team member and partner uh, yesterday, wherein like I was telling him, I was like, you know, it makes me so sad because in Pakistan specifically, right? Um, there's so many women who you see stuck in abusive marriages with toxic husbands. And like, you know, now because they have kids, they're like, we can't leave, you know? And it's like, I want to create an NGO for these women where it's like, you know, I'm here for you. I don't care if your dad doesn't support you. I don't care if your brother isn't taking you. I don't care. Like I got you, you know, I feel like it's so important for, for, for people to have that, that one person, even if it's a stranger, because like Tony says, you know, strangers do care. And I feel like for me, I care about all these women, you know, and I, I just, I want to end as much suffering as I can in the world. And just on on every level, you know, like every level from from the kids to the the old people to whatever age group, just millions of people just just want to change their lives, you know. That's <laughs> so amazing. God bless you. I I can't wait to see where you know see you in ten years because I know you're going to have accomplished all of that and more. Um. So this has been an amazing experience with you, Anna. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, if my audience wants to find you, uh, let them know where they can find you on the internet or social. Um, so yeah, so they can find me on Instagram as Anna P. Co. That is A E I N A P for Peanuts dot co <laughs> and my facebook is anna p you can also find me on facebook or linkedin it's also anna p if you want to hear more from me um anna p co is my youtube you can i've got webinars uploaded there um lots of free content you can always check that out as well so amazing yeah. Thank you. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. And you can find my book on Amazon. (laughs) Yes, your book. Gosh, you know, I mean, we got so involved in this and I wanted to ask you about your book. Tell me, I see it there behind you. Tell me 
real quick before <laughs> we go about your book and where they can find it. So my book is called The 23-Year-Old Life Coach, which is me, and I'm still 23. <laughs> and um, it's about uh, my journey of, so it's like really just my unfiltered journey of like, you know, from pain to purpose kind of thing, but it's zero sugar coating, you know, like I, I, I've been so, I've actually literally put in notes that I used to that I've written at certain points in my life where I was in down in the gutter you know like just wanted to end my life and those those pieces are in this book because I feel like people need to know that you know you know a lot of people see um coaches or speakers and trainers or whatever and then they they go like oh this person might just not understand you know they might not get it kind of thing you know because they haven't been there they're just talking all positive so I feel like for me the biggest reason was that people should know that like they're not alone and you know like you can go through all of that and you can still find meaning and purpose and love and like you know like just aliveness in your life again and the last chapter which is one of my favorite things about the book is called the 23 gifts from 23 years which is basically like a a workbook where, you know, I've compiled 23 very, the 23 of the most powerful lessons I've learned throughout these, these years. And I've created very specific questions to help them really just not read about my life, but also integrate everything into their own lives, you know, so it's not just like a book you read, but it's like that experience you take away for the rest of your life, you know, and it's available on Amazon. Uh, you just have to search 23 year old life coach by Anna P and you will find it. That is amazing. I'm definitely going to be picking that up. So look for my order. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. Again, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. um, And I know our audience will too. And thank you everyone at home for listening and we'll see you again next week. Thank you so much for having me. Love you guys. I wish you could see me. I'm giving you a flying kiss. <laughs> That's like my signature goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.